Welcome to the A Way to Lose podcast. I am your co-host and Lifestyles Weight Management Specialist, Kim McPherson, along with my co-host, Dr. Wes Ward. This podcast is designed to provide insight into creating a lifestyle change proven to help you lose weight. Throughout this podcast, we will also discuss the different topics within the health and weight loss industry, as well as health conditions related to obesity. Not only will this podcast be informative, I promise you it will also be fun. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Did you know that back in January, we offered a 28-day free weight loss challenge? Now, I want to tell you just a little bit about what this challenge was and how it worked. Basically, we set up a group, and if all you had to do was sign up, you got this great packet. It had meal plan options. It had a basic exercise plan in it. It had things on motivation, tips on nutrition, all kinds of great stuff. Not only did you get the packet, but you got to be a part of this community where we supported each other and we helped each other through this challenge to help people create a lifestyle change for sustainable weight loss. Plus, we did weekly group coaching live every Friday during the challenge. It was awesome. People loved it. It was fantastic. We got a lot of great success stories out of that challenge. If that is something that really excites you, then I'm excited to share with you that we have decided to open up the 28-day free weight loss challenge again. That's right. We are doing this again. It is absolutely free. There is no fees, nothing you have to do but sign up get the packet and participate in the challenge and start your journey to a lifestyle change that will get you healthy and allow you sustainable weight loss. So all you have to do, there's a link in the description of this podcast. Click on that link, fill out the form. The challenge starts first week of April. At the end of March, you will get your packet to get you ready to start the challenge, as well as additional information on how to join our group in order to participate in the challenge. So there's no gimmicks, there's no tricks. You sign up, you get your packet, and you join the challenge. So click on the link inside the description of this podcast, and we'll see you in April. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the A Way to Lose podcast. I'm your co-host, Kim McPherson, along with Dr. Wes Ward. Today we're going to talk to you about battling the plateau. One of the biggest challenges most people face during their weight loss journey is the dreaded plateau. That place where you stop losing weight despite all your hard work and efforts. It can be very frustrating and discouraging, but it doesn't have to be a roadblock to your weight loss success. Almost everyone trying to lose weight experiences this. The key is to take the detour and stay on track with your journey. 
Today, we wanted to share with you several tips for dealing with the weight loss plateau. So number one, um, and Dr. Ward and I have talked about this before, is battling, through battling the plateau is to focus on cutting carbs. Research has shown that low-carb diets are extremely effective for weight loss. And remember, we're talking about low-carb, not keto. Low-carb involves eating less than 130 grams of carb per day. Keto is less than 50 grams per day, and we do not recommend a keto diet. But doing a low-carb meal plan for a week or so can be helpful in battling the plateau and getting back on track with your weight loss. Another one is increasing uh, your exercise frequency, the intensity, or changing it up a bit. Revving up your exercise regimen can help reverse a weight loss plateau. Unfortunately, as you lose weight, your metabolic rate slows down. This is one way the body rebels against weight loss. However, resistance training builds muscle mass and can increase the metabolic rate. Even adding just one day of exercise a week can be very helpful in battling the plateau. Also, change it up a bit by incorporating different types of exercise. Um, this, this can be really helpful in revving up the metabolism. And a great example of that is maybe incorporating HIIT exercise or what they like to call high intensity interval training. Um, maybe adding that to your exercise program uh, can help you break through that plateau while boosting your metabolism. You know, absolutely. And so, Kim, if you could just share real quickly with our listeners, what exactly is high intensity interval training? Give us an example of what that would be. So if I wanted to do that, what would be an example of what I would do? So basically, it would be something along the lines where you're doing something at high intensity, an interval. So you start at a high intensity level and then you have like a, a period where you're kind of slowing down. So um, a basic one that I think most everyone would understand was almost like if you were doing sprints. So if you um, and a lot of you, if you're familiar with the um, Couch to 5K app, they'll have you start like maybe walking two minutes and then you'll run for 30 seconds or run for a minute. So that kind of thing where you have moments of slower activity that's more manageable and then moments of activity where it's high intensity. So where it's maybe you're doing a walking and running interval type situation. The Couch to the 5K is a good example of that. Um, it doesn't have to be just cardio. Um, there are things where you're doing strength training um, where you'll have, you know, you're doing heavier weights, more intensity, and then you're doing slower kind of paced weightlifting. Uh, but just one that I felt like everyone would understand, it kind of would make sense to them, would be kind of a, you walk for a couple of minutes and then you run for a minute. Walk for a couple of minutes and then you run. That high intensity changing it up uh, really can be effective, not only with metabolism, but again, with helping you lose weight and break that plateau. You know, and I think depending on maybe what type of machine you're using, you know, like if you're on a treadmill, then sometimes it will have an interval program as a part of it, right? To where right. you run for two minutes or walk for two minutes and run for a minute. And, you know, it might take you up a little hill at the same time. But where it 
you know, depending on if you're using a machine like that can do this for you, you just stay on the treadmill. Exactly. And also, you know, there's a lot of exercises on YouTube that will show you this and there'll be some where maybe you're marching in place and then you're doing burpees where you're coming on the floor and doing the burpee exercise and coming back up and then marching in place or you march in place and then you do jumping jacks, things like that, or you um, incorporate strength training into that as well. There's a variety of things out there that um, incorporate HIIT training. Um, and it is very effective. It can be hard on people. So you have to, you have to really pay attention to your body and your joints and things like that and make sure that um, your body is capable. And if you are, you know, extremely obese and you struggle with mobility, HIIT may not be for you at this time. It may be something you would want to look at later. Or maybe you do a, an example to kind of get started with this and you're, you've never done it before or you have mobility issues. Maybe do a fast pace walk and a slow pace walk. So change it up where you're walking fast for maybe a minute and then you walk slow for a minute or two. Then fast and just go back and forth um, and gradually build yourself into this because it can be, there are some programs out there that are hit that can be very, very um, tough. Um, and I wouldn't want someone to you know, do the hardest one out there. I think it's more of a thing where you might need to build up. But it, it is very effective. I like it. It is tough. I'm not going to lie. It can be extremely hard uh, to do. And it, it'll wear you out. You will definitely be breathing hard and tired when you're finished. Absolutely. And like Kim said, just making sure that if you've not done this before, that you're starting out slower, being a little more cautious and working up to maybe real high intensity things. You know, some other things in terms of battling that plateau, a couple other tips. Uh, number three is to make sure that you're tracking your meals. You know, and I think this is an area that it's easy to get lazy sometimes. I mean, I confess I get lazy at doing this. Um, and if we're not tracking our food, sometimes we think we're eating the right portion size, you know, but if we are not measuring it and we're not weighing it out, then you don't know for sure. And, you know, in primary care, I talk about this a lot with patients in terms of high blood pressure. If you're not measuring your blood pressure, you don't know what it is. Okay. And it's the same with this. If you're not tracking your meals, keeping up with your portion sizes, measuring them out, weighing them out if needed, you, um, you're not going to know for sure how much you're eating. And there are several apps available that will do this for you. Uh, one that we have a lot of our clients use. It's one that I know I use. Uh, I believe Kim does is my fitness pal, because you can just put in the food you're eating, or you can scan the barcode, uh, and it'll save recipes and, uh, things so that you, uh, just, you know, next time you eat that food or when you do eat, it's real easy to put in um, those those meals. Uh, I know for me, I eat the same thing for breakfast frequently. So it's easy. I just copy from the day before sometimes because I'm eating the same thing again. Um, so make sure that you're tracking those meals and you're keeping up with your portion sizes and you're measuring out food because otherwise you're not going to one know how much you're eating but two that's going to make it a lot easier to portion size because you are measuring out a cup of 
carrots or a cup of green beans or whatever it is. Number four is don't skip out on protein. If you've hit that plateau or hit the wall, as it were, and your weight loss has stalled, adding a little protein or making sure that you're eating enough protein can be really helpful. You know, I have to confess, this is an area where I don't do that great a job. Uh, I'm not a great protein eater all the time. And so it may not be that you're not eating enough and that I'm eating more than I should, as much as it is you may be eating less than you should, right? So that if, you know, we talk a lot about here that when you join our individual program, even some in group, but mostly an individual, we give you an individualized meal plan. You'll get an idea of how many carbs, protein, that kind of stuff you need to eat. And so then you know exactly this is how much protein I need to make sure I'm getting every day. So just adding in a little protein can really help. Uh, protein boosts your metabolic rate and burns um, calories by up to 20 to 30% more, which is twice as fast as the body burns fats and or twice as much as the body burns carbs and fat so that um, protein really boosts that metabolism and your calorie burning efficiency by 20 to 30 percent, um, where carbs and eating carbs and fats don't increase that metabolic rate at that same rate. Uh, so eating a higher amount of protein can certainly help with boosting that metabolism. It's also going to help with preventing muscle loss during weight loss. And, you know, we talked about this in one of our other podcasts when we talked about some other really unhealthy diet plans. But as you're losing weight, if you're not eating enough protein and you're not doing an appropriate amount of strength training, that some of the weight you sometimes lose is in muscle mass. And so we can really prevent that by making sure that we are eating an appropriate amount of protein. And again, remember, the, the more muscle mass, the higher that metabolic rate, the more efficiently you burn calories, uh, which is really important because that's another important concept in weight loss is not only that I'm burning calories, but that I burn those efficiently so that when I am working out or exercising, I'm burning more calories than someone with lower muscle mass. So it's really important. Get your protein. Uh, the fifth one is watching out for alcohol. Alcohol can real quickly sabotage weight loss. Uh, even though alcohol has um, about 100 calories for every four ounces of wine or 12 ounces of beer, it provides no nutritional value. And studies consistently show us that people typically consume more alcohol than that at one sitting, right? So people may have six ounces of wine or eight ounces or throw back two or three beers instead of just one. And by the time you've done that, you've added those calories, you've stacked them up. So just being really conscientious of uh, how much alcohol you consume uh, and maybe cutting back on a few drinks can really help your weight loss if you notice, hey, I'm, I'm really struggling. I've, I've noticed I've not been losing any weight these past couple of days. But you look back over that food log, and that's where logging those beverages in my 
fitness pal is important along with that meal if you're drinking a calorie containing beverage you need to log that along with that food and if you notice wow gosh i i thought i was just having you know two glasses of wine a week and gosh this week i had four well cut back on two of those and see if that doesn't help so just again being aware of how much alcohol you're consuming um and keeping track of that. And if you notice, hey, I'm not losing weight and I've been drinking more than normal, then just cut back. And you may notice that just doing that one simple thing really helps in terms of getting you back on track for weight loss. For sure. And something else I wanted to add, uh, Dr. Ward, we have a client that when she drinks alcohol on the weekend, she usually doesn't consume alcohol during the week. However, on the weekends, occasionally she will consume alcoholic beverages. Um, usually it's wine. Um, however, um, her weigh-ins are on Mondays and it never fails. If she has alcohol on the weekend, she will sew, she will sew a gain, a weight gain on that Monday. Never fails. Um, so there's definitely, there's definitely some major truth to the fact that how avoiding al- alcohol um, it not only can sabotage your weight loss, but it can also, um, if you consume too much of it, it can cause you to gain weight. So that's also something to think about when you're deciding on having a couple of cocktails. Uh, number six in our tips is to eat more fiber. Um, increasing your fiber can help battle the weight loss plateau. It's especially true of soluble fiber. This is the kind of fiber that dissolves in water. Um, it will help keep your appetite and food intake under control. A good overall goal for your daily fiber is around 25 grams per day. Also, please make sure that you are drinking 90 ounces of water daily if you are going to consume that much fiber. So it's very important if you're going to consume a lot of fiber, 25 grams, that you're, you make sure that you are drinking plenty of water um, with that as well. Um, And speaking of water, that is also kind of segues into tip number seven. um, And that's make sure that um, you're drinking not only plenty of water, but try to focus on water, uh, tea, and even coffee. It's well documented that sugary drinks, as Dr. Ward was saying, um, can lead to weight gain. uh, But water can help aid in weight loss. If you are well hydrated, you're also not as hungry. Hungry is also a mechanism by which the body deals with a water deficit. It will, your body will indicate that you need water um, as if you're hungry, um, but it's not food that it's wanting, it's water. So we really encourage you to stay hydrated uh, so that you do feel less hungry. Uh, coffee and tea also have been known to boost your m- metabolic rate. So drinking coffee and tea, both, you know, not having sugar in them uh, will also help as long as you drink it in moderation Uh, with your weight loss. Uh, Number eight, uh, we encourage you to uh, maybe adjust your meal plan. Um, And and Dr. Ward was saying this earlier, he usually has the same thing for breakfast. Sometimes when we get into a repetitive eating pattern where we're eating the same thing over and over, um, and when we eat on the exact same schedule every day, your body can become complacent. It can become very comfortable with the pattern and the routine. Uh, And so when you make small changes to either what you're consuming or the schedule, and this can be temporary, 
Uh, it can help you bla- break a plateau. Uh, and it also can sometimes help start your body, kind of jumpstart it back into weight loss mode. An example of this, my husband eats the exact same thing for breakfast every day. It is one egg with a serving of egg whites, um, a banana with a little peanut butter. Uh, that is his every day. Uh, however, he really loves oatmeal and he has started kind of switching it up and incorporating oatmeal into his meal plan. And it seems to, he's, his weight loss, he's losing more weight. He's not trying to lose a lot. He's already lost over hundred pounds, but he's trying to lean up to bulk up. He's wanting to put on more muscle, but he wants to definitely lose some fat. Uh, but incorporating the oatmeal, changing up his routine breakfast every day and occasionally you know, once or twice a week having something different we are seeing his weight loss is is all and definitely more consistent um and also he's consuming more fiber uh because of that so he's it's creating more consistent weight loss in his plan and he's not having plateaus all the time great tip there you know if i had really realized that that was tip number eight i, I wouldn't have told him myself earlier um teasing but you know about fiber backing up real quickly so you know we mentioned that soluble fiber is what you're looking for so that's going to again be anything that dissolves in water so that's going to be um like bena fiber comes as a white powder you stir it in water and drink it uh that's going to be like metamucil if you can tolerate that good for you i would stick to the bena fiber or even the uh, like fiber gummies, because you know they're gonna you hold them in your mouth long enough, they're gonna melt, and so that's gonna be a more soluble type of fiber. So just a couple ideas there in terms of how to add a little fiber into your meal plan. So the last tip, number nine, and this is so important, is getting plenty of sleep. Lack of sleep is a well-known saboteur when it comes to weight loss. When you're not getting enough sleep at night, the body dials down the metabolic rate so that it can conserve energy because it's not getting adequate rest. And so you want to make sure that you're getting enough sleep every night so that your body doesn't do that. We want it running at peak efficiency. So making sure that you're getting at least eight hours of sleep every night at bedtime will help you stay on track with your weight loss and it'll help you, one, it'll give you plenty of energy for exercise and all the things that you have to do during the day, but will also really aid in weight loss. You know, we consistently see in studies that people who have obesity also tend to have insomnia or difficulty sleeping. So if you are having some issues with that, you know, you may want to talk to your primary care provider about it. Uh, But sometimes I found often in primary care that people tend to sabotage their own sleep. Uh, They sit and look at their iPad right before bedtime, or they watch a thriller movie or some high intensity action show, uh, or they read a book along that same vein of high intensity, intense kind of thing. And so it stimulates their brain and then they have difficulty going to sleep. Um, So just, there are a lot of things you can do to just make sure that you're setting your bedroom up 
to get adequate sleep. And it's really easy. You can uh, Google sleep tips. Uh, we may do a podcast later on and just focus on this one aspect in terms of weight loss and give you some ideas of some things you can do. Uh, but this is really important, making sure that you're getting at least eight hours of sleep. The body was designed to work off eight hours. And a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm fine on six. Well, you might quote unquote feel fine, but your body wasn't designed to work on six. It was designed to work on eight. So make sure you're giving it what it needs. Hopefully these nine tips have been beneficial. Hopefully you found something that you can say, oh, hey, I've not tried that one. I'm at a plateau. plateau. I'm going to do that. So if you're out there and, and that's you, then email us. Let us know in a couple of weeks how that worked. If you take one of these tips and say, hey, I'm going to go do this for two weeks because I'm at a plateau and you're successful at it, we would love to hear back from you. So just if that's the case, reach out to us through our Facebook page or contact us through the website or just email Kim at Kim at awaytolose.net and say, hey, I listened to your podcast, the one on um, battling the plateau, and I did this and these are the results I got. We would love to hear from you. Also, don't forget that we are well into our first group coaching cohort uh, that started in February, and you can join it anytime. So if you say, you know, I'm battling the, pl the plateau, I'm having struggle with weight loss, I, I know I need more help than one of these eight tips, reach out to us. We would be glad to talk to you about group coaching or individual coaching. And I mentioned a little bit about that earlier, where we do one-on-one -on -one coaching, you get a individualized meal plan as well as an exercise program. So if you're interested in more information about that, feel free to contact us at awaytolose.net. Or again, you can email us, kim at awaytolose.net. We would be glad to talk to you about either group or individual coaching. And as our free gift to you for being so loyal and listening to our podcast, for connecting and reaching out to us, we want to give you a copy of our free weight loss success guide. You can download that directly from the Away to Lose website. And it's found at awaytolose.net forward slash download weight loss success guide. But if you go to our awaytolose.net page, there's a button on the front page. Just click on it and it will take you to the link to download the free weight loss success guide. So that is our gift to you. We want to help you kickstart your weight loss journey. So please go out and download that today. That is it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We hope that you gained some valuable information that will help you along your weight loss journey. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We hope that you gained valuable insight that will help you along your journey. To learn more about our weight loss program and to schedule a free consultation, please check out our website at awaytolose.net. That is A-W-E-I-G-H 
T-O-L-O-S-E dot net. And don't forget to also download your free weight loss success guide today.